Is this a new intro song? Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, before I get started, I want to shout out to my producer, Denario, for this wonderful beat. I definitely appreciate it. Hey honeys, it's your girl Brianna Ray, and welcome back to another episode of Break Free From Yourself Podcast. Let me just go ahead and say that this is not what I intended my second episode to be about, but it is something that I'm dealing with in real time. Y'all remember last episode when I said I was trying to be like Wayne and think it's cool not to write because I ain't got no time? Well, that's something that I'm real life struggling with. I don't like to write things down, which is why I think it's crazy because I used to write poems, write in my diary, and your girl used to write love letters faithfully. I'm surprised I never had a pen pal because I used to write so much. I even said that I would one day write a book. Ooh wee, and if I get my itch together, I'm still gonna do that. In today's time, I don't like writing much of anything, and I can honestly say that it has contributed negatively in my life. Part of the reason that I don't like writing things down is because I feel as if I've got a good enough memory that I don't need to write. I don't write because I feel like I can remember everything. So what's the point of writing? I typically don't have any problems with remembering tasks or ends that I have to do, but my behind only has trouble remembering things when I'm under pressure. But that's an issue because you could be under pressure at any given moment. A big thing that has had me under pressure right now is completing my master's program. Due to the fact that I'm not taking the best notes or I fall short remembering some things when it's time to take tests, my mind completely goes blank and I rush through the test just to get it over with. Obviously, folks would call that testing anxiety, but I struggle with testing anxiety because I'm not as prepared as I should be for the test. So I literally need to stop claiming testing anxiety because that's already setting myself up for failure because I have that built in my head. But um, just an example of me having testing anxiety. Um, there was one time where I was taking an exam. They're always proctored. But um, the proctor was watching me look up. Not necessarily because I'm cheating. Because I, I, I don't even know how to cheat on an exam. Don't judge, but I don't. Um, I'm looking up because I'm trying to remember what I put in my notes. And they basically stopped me and told me that I cannot look anywhere but on the screen. So after he said that, I rushed through the rest of the exam because it's like you've already blew my high. Like what I thought I was prepared for, you kind of messed me up because you stopped me. So now I'm just trying to get the exam over. There have been times, literally in four classes that I've had, where I literally, up until the final, I'd have like a 94, 97, 93, whatever. Okay, let's say 94, 93. And because I've made a C on the exam and I've had everything else in A, that C dropped me down to an 87. That happened four times and that was the most frustrating thing that could possibly happen because I understand the work because I've done well on the work up until the test. But that test just sends me into frenzy and it's just like, I can do this, but I'm not showing you that I can do this. 
So I have to be better equipped by writing things down. So even when the test comes, I'm not worried about the test because, you know, I already got this. Now I need to plan accordingly. Adjusting my note-taking skills and studying habits would definitely have me more prepared, but I would have to be more intentional in making those changes. Honestly, I haven't even really talked much about getting my master's degree, but best believe, when I get that degree, it'll be known because the road has been a journey. So let me try to compare taking the master's program to any other program prior to. So, high school. Typically don't have much responsibility. You're in your parents' house or a family member's house or whatever your situation is. And you pretty much just do the work. If you're playing sports, you're doing sports and the work. That's it. College, you're outside of your parents' household, or at least I was outside of my parents' household, so I had a little bit more responsibility because, you know, I'm taking care of myself now. I get to do whatever I want to do. So it was a little bit easier. I did have a rocky road where like the first year I was partying and stuff, but that's a whole nother story. Um, but I was still on top of it, even with me, my sophomore year, getting an apartment and working part time while I was in school. Towards the end of my undergrad career, I started working full time and it was still a breeze. I actually feel like I ended off better than I started with working full time and being a full time student. So with the master's program, they're expecting you to have a better grasp of your work-life balance because you've been to high school, you did well, you've been to undergrad, you made it through. You should be trying to figure out what you want to do with your career and you should be on top of your time management, you should be top, on top of your planning. So they have higher expectations of what they expect for you as far as time frames and understanding. Now, understanding the work is not hard for me. It's time management. <laughs> um, and not necessarily time management like I'm not doing the work. All of my work gets done. But because I have so much that I'm doing, um, I don't allocate as much time as I should to my studies. And that's kind of where I fell short. So definitely need to start looking at time management and planning better for the rest of my master's program. The funny thing is a close friend of mine always talk about getting planners every single year. We both buy our planners and I only write mine for my school schedule. I write that at the beginning of the semester and then I never look back at the planner. <laughs> Obviously when you're in school online you're provided a syllabus that prepares you for everything that you're going to do for that course that you're taking. I know for a fact she's using her planner though. <laughs> when it comes to school, I act like I have a photographic memory, but clearly I don't because if I did, I wouldn't be having these struggles. If I had photographic memory, y'all wouldn't be able to tell me nothing, honey, period. I would be the epitome of a know-it-all. Anyways, I wear a lot of hats. I work full-time, I work part-time, I'm in school, I'm starting a business, and I'm also talking to y'all on my podcast. The fact that I wear all of these hats should be an incentive to write more because I'm juggling a lot. Now, I don't know why, but it's clear to me that I subconsciously feel like having to rely on writing things down makes me feel or seem less than. I feel like I should be able to do everything in my mind. My mind and my muscle memory was a strength for me growing up. 
but it feels like it's a letdown that I may have to rely on writing things down. The crazy thing is, there is nothing wrong with writing things down. There is nothing wrong with taking notes. It's a necessity. But for some reason, my mind won't process that. My mind processes writing down as a form of weakness. As crazy as that sounds, that's how I subconsciously think. Now, with me putting on these additional creative hats, more pressure is added because I somewhat have the need to be perfect. I like to think that I'm a superwoman or, you know, a newfound renaissance woman where you could do anything by yourself with minimal effort. But guess what? I was definitely wrong about that minimal effort part. <laughs> Being a creative takes time, patience, willingness to write, write, write. And I'm actually glad that I'm speaking on this because this will kind of be like a record of me holding myself accountable. I got a business now. I have a podcast. I'm finishing my degree. I have things that take priority over what I subconsciously feel about certain things. In order to be successful in all of those things that I'm trying to do, I'm going to need to break those bad habits that I've created for myself, such as not writing as much as I should. Like I said last week, I'm not Wayne and there's nothing wrong with that. But I need to realize that I'm Brianna and because I'm handling more things that are important, I need to document everything. It's crazy how all this came full circle. Literally, yesterday I was scrolling on Instagram and an influencer named Big Spirit Energy on Instagram posted an inspirational thread. And you know how sometimes IG doesn't show you their first picture in a thread, it'll show you the second or the third or whatever one it picks for you that day. So. The one that it showed for me was the second one. And the quote for that second image said, getting your thoughts and plans organized and writing down allows you to create time to do them. And that's a part of being the cure for being overwhelmed. I sat back and I looked at this and I said, God, is this for me? <laughs> Cause it literally, I stopped on it and it was perfect. It was literally what I had already decided I was gonna talk about that day. Or not that day, but for my podcast. So it was just like, this is something that I really need. It was like a sign that hit me that said, you know what, girl, you need to talk about this and not only talk about it, you need to be about it. Start writing things down. When I tell you that that hit the nail on the coffin for me, I automatically saved the thread so I can mention it on here because I already knew that I was gonna talk about this for my next topic. So I'm telling you, if you're not good at taking notes, work with someone who can help you with that. If you're not good at remembering your tasks, write them down so you have a record of them and everything that you've planned on doing that day. If you're starting a business, keep documentation so you can keep everything afloat. Oh, and uh, if you plan on working with someone else on anything, keep documentation to cover yourself because folks be trying to get over on you and you know what? I'm not even gonna talk about that. That's another topic for another day, okay? <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got for you today. Come back for another episode of Break Free From Yourself. Remember to hold yourself accountable, but also love yourself in the process. We'll be back soon. We are finally here. The site for Rebel Vision launched on July 30th. Rebel Vision was created to encourage individuals to embrace self-love by encouraging them to show their body some real love. Our two introductory products are the body butter. That's body butter, you know, honey, <laughs> and the rose water but be on the lookout for more products to be launched pretty soon. Come and join the Rebel team by following us on Instagram at rbl underscore vzn and liking our Facebook page, Rebel Vision, that's rbl vzn. To order products for your skincare needs, check out the site, www.the, 
rblvzn.com. That's www.therblvzn.com. And if you don't already follow my Instagram, go ahead and do that at intricate underscore beauty. Definitely trying to be more active on that. Bye, honeys. Thank you for listening to the Break Free From Yourself podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and come back for another episode.